Good morning. Today's date is July 3rd, 2022. We are reading from the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, page 89. Starting with practical experience shows to and including page 89, perhaps you are not acquainted. Darcy will be our reader, followed by a 20-minute share by Laura W. Darcy, will you begin? Sure. Uh, chapter 7, Working with Others. Practical experience shows that nothing will so much ensure immunity from drinking as intensive work with other alcoholics. It works when other activities fail. This is our 12th suggestion. Carry this message to other alcoholics. You can help when no one else can. You can secure their confidence when others fail. Remember, they are very ill. Life will take on new meaning to watch people recover, to see them help others, to watch the loneliness vanish, to see a fellowship grow up about you, to have a host of friends, this is an experience you must not miss. We know you will not want to miss it. Frequent contact with newcomers and with each other is the bright spot of our lives. Perhaps you are not acquainted with any drinkers who want to recover. You can easily find some by asking a few doctors, ministers, priests, or hospitals. They will be only too glad to assist you. Don't start out as an evangelist or reformer. Unfortunately, a lot of prejudice exists. You will be handicapped if you arouse it. Ministers and doctors are competent and you can learn much from them if you wish. But it happens that because of your own drinking experience, you can be uniquely useful to other alcoholics. So cooperate, never criticize. To be helpful is our only aim. Thank you so much, Darcy. Well, now I would like to introduce our speaker, Laura, no, Laura, wait, W. I am really looking forward to hearing what you have to say, Laura, to bring light to the this page. Um, thank you so much for sharing. And first I'd like to say, would you like um, me to time you? Would you like a warning? a five minute warning or 10 minute. Where are you? Could you unmute? <laughs> there okay, we, we, we can hear you. Five minute warning. Okay, well, we look forward to hearing what you have to share. You can go ahead. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hi, everybody. My name is Laura W. I'm a grateful recovered compulsive overeater. Thank you, Kim, for asking me to speak today on this page. So um, I did write down some notes. So if I look like I'm reading, I apologize. Um, I've been in OA for an awfully long time, and I could go on forever. So I need to really contain myself. Um, I'd like to share a little of my personal story and weave the ideas in this reading into the, the way I've learned what step 12 means in my life. So I'll start with my elevator speech. I learned that from uh, another OA friend who wanted me to hear her elevator speech. <laughs> and I said, oh, 
what a neat idea, a short way to introduce myself. So it's only six sentences long. My name is Laura W. I live outside Philadelphia in Pennsylvania. I am a compulsive overeater and I came into OA in January of 1981, thinking it was a diet club. It took six months to come back to my second meeting and I've been coming back ever since. It took several starts and stops of abstinence before I completely admitted powerlessness over the food and began to recover from this disease by learning to live in the steps every day, one day at a time. In admitting powerlessness, I learned to reach for power with a capital P and a saner way of relating to the world and to my life. Isn't that neat in a little nutshell? That's my whole story. Not really. Anyway, so that six-month hiatus between my first and my second meetings happened because I really identified with the speakers I heard at my first meetings. And the packet of pamphlets that they gave me made so much sense to me. But I was frightened by what I thought was the religion involved in this program. After all, the meetings were in a church and they closed with the Lord's Prayer back then. And, 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 well, luckily for me, a friend of mine started going to OA meetings and asked a speaker one night how she could help me deal with the religious stuff. And that uh, woman told my friend to tell me not to confuse religion and spirituality. Well, what? Not to confuse religion and spirituality? I didn't even realize there was a difference between religion and spirituality. And um, it was 1981 after all, I was fairly young. I had just turned 30 actually. And I knew nothing about 12 step recovery. So all that God talk really smacked a religion to me, it scared the life out of me actually. Once I was given permission not to confuse religion with spirituality, I loved learning about the differences. And I discovered a whole new way of looking at the world. Really, I had never had any idea about the idea of a personal concept of a higher power. Go anyway, ahead. Um, I just hope my daughter doesn't call back again because she doesn't know what I'm doing. Anyway, <laughs> so um, really, I was so excited learning about this spirituality stuff. It was like, um, it was like nothing I'd ever heard of before. So um, once I was, um, when the spirituality I was learning with, uh, learning about in a way finally uh, intersected, coincided with the, re with the religion of my birth, that discovery led to a, a richness in my religion that I, I never could have imagined before. So as I said earlier, I walked into my first OA meeting thinking it was a diet club. I had been battling with my weight and body since I was about 12 or 13 when my weight increased pretty rapidly during puberty and I was completely embroiled in teenage angst about my body and my appearance. When I did my eating history as part of taking step one in 1982, I could see how food and quantity had a very large influence in my life and that I had grown up in a family that was food obsessed and body obsessed. Even though I was a binger, I also grazed all the time and I wasn't really aware of how much food I was eating until my first abstinence when I lost 25 pounds in three months just by cutting out between meal eating and not even modifying the foods I was eating. And I wasn't obese. I was probably only about 30, 35, 40 pounds more. So the 25 pounds just melted off of me from giving, out my, giving up my between meal eating. I could binge on anything 
the usual suspects that you binged on to, or any of any of us binged on. But I was, but if I was in a mode of wanting to lose weight, or if I was scared of going over a certain weight, I could binge and graze on low calorie foods all during my waking hours. I was constantly trying to fill a hole in my soul. Of course, I didn't know that at the time. I just knew I was never satisfied. Food only ignited my need to have more. Nothing ever satisfied me. It only, it only intensified the, 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 the need. From the very beginning of my OA experience, back in 1981, I was introduced to the AA Big Book. We studied that and the AA 12 and 12 at the meetings I attended in the early 80s in Cincinnati, Ohio, where I lived when I came into the program. While we read through the 12 and 12, we read through all the steps, we never read through the entire big book. We read certain parts of certain chapters like the beginning of how it works and more about alcoholism and stories that had special messages in them. We read stories like Freedom from Bondage, which has the famous resentment prayer procedure in it. We read Dr. Alcoholic Addict, which is renamed Acceptance is the Answer in the fourth edition. I knew the big book was very important. I remember someone saying you could open the big book at any page and get the answers to your problem of the moment. However, the meetings and the sharing seem to be more of how we work the tools in our lives instead of how we work the steps in our lives. When I put the food down for the last time in May of 1982, which for which I am tremendously in awe and grateful for, I was sponsored by 30 questions designed to take me through the first three steps, 170 questions designed to take me through the inventory process, and some additional amount of questions, I can't remember if it was 70 or 90, designed to teach me about the steps five, steps five through 12. Reading excerpts from the big book, the AA 12 and 12, and the AA daily meditation book. So I knew about all this stuff, but I, I was aware of it, but there was still something missing. So it was up to me to discover how to actually use the steps in a practical day-to-day -day way. My sponsor from 1982, and I still speak weekly. Now we haven't spoken weekly in all these 40 uh, years, 40, yeah, 40 years, but we just recently started speaking weekly again because we're doing a book study together. And we marvel at how we stayed abstinent and recovered all that time, not really knowing what we were doing back then. We really had no idea what we were doing. We had the book with the instructions, but we didn't know how to use it. Today, we honestly feel that our recovery is a miracle and a mystery of the intersection of willingness and grace. I never ever put down any part of my recovery story. I'll never say that I didn't do it well enough or they didn't teach me or whatever, because every step along the way was an integral part of my journey that continues today. When we knew better, we did better. And we, were, we always were reaching for recovery, even if we might've been reaching in some strange places for it. In 2012, I found out about the phone meeting of Vision for You. I had lots of old ideas about phone meetings and I, I really didn't want to, much to do with them. Uh, I loved my live meetings. And the one, I think I went to one phone meeting once and they were arguing about green beans or something. And I thought, oh, this smacks of OA from 1981. And you know, before I knew much about living in the steps and I just didn't want to, I thought that's how all phone meetings were. 
So, um, but someone told me that this meeting was delivering a very strong message of depth and weight, so I decided to try it out. I was amazed by the strong messages I was hearing and the practical experiences people were sharing seemed to be able to be replicated. And that was something important to me. I had started sponsoring after my initial 30 days of abstinence back in 1982. And I used the methods my sponsor used with me. However, I was never able to pass on the type of willingness and recovery, recovery that only a very few of us were experiencing. I wanted to be able to sponsor folks to reach the same attitude about recovery that I had. But I, could only, I don't mean that they had to have the same attitude, but the same feeling about the, the depth and the weight of it. That when I started listening to that phone number, phone meeting, that's when I got vocabulary to see what was missing after during all those years. And I don't want you to think that it wasn't working all those years. It was. It was just a little piece missing in what I was able to pass on to others. So um, I never felt 100% satisfied about the way I sponsored. So I asked someone from Vision to take me through the big book the way she was taken. When I learned there is no vision way, there is no vision way, but people read through the big book. That's the vision, I guess, it's the vision way, but each person does it a little bit differently. She had me read the set-aside prayer daily, read pages 83 to 88 daily, which I still do. We read the big book through from the title page all the way through working with others. And we followed the directions as I worked through the steps once more this was back in uh, 2013. Even though I was already abstinent since 1982 and recovered, this process allowed me to have a brand new sponsor, a brand new way to sponsor, excuse me, and I had some new transformations in the way I was looking at the world. I had never done such a thorough examination of my resentments and fears as she had me do using the instructions in the big book. That examination has given me tools to deal with my emotions on a daily basis. Those skills that she taught me back then that I learned from the big book are what helped me do my step 10s and 11s today. It was wonderful. I used all the, I use now today, all the notes that she gave me as I sponsor today. I help my sponsees find personal meaning, meaning in the words of the big book by asking them the same exact question she asked me and having them take the same action she had me take as we made our way through the text. I finally had a way to sponsor that felt substantial to me, to effectively shine a light for my sponsees so they can find their own light to recovery and then pass that light on to someone else. So the page we read last week at this meeting, I wasn't at the meeting, but I heard the podcast. It ended, and I read it all the time, I read it every day, ends with, we alcoholics are undisciplined, so we let God discipline us in the simple way we have just outlined. And that's referring to steps 10 and 11. And then it says, but this is not all. There is action and more action. Faith without works is dead. The next chapter is entirely devoted to step 12. So on to today's reading. Step 12 is having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to come to others. I, I just changed it to others because the big book is referring to alcoholics and we're referring, referring to compulsive eaters. I'm a compulsive overeater, but we're referring to compulsive eaters so that there's all inclusion and never exclusion. But I'm afraid 
but I'm afraid I don't know enough. I don't have enough experience. I don't know what to say. And as someone else has said, I've heard it on the meetings, today I'm afraid not to sponsor. And by the way, there's nothing to be afraid of. All the instructions are in the big book. They're all there. Look what it says in the very first sentence of the page we just read. Nothing will so much ensure immunity from my compulsion as intensive work with other compulsive eaters. Ensure immunity. That is a powerful promise if there ever was one. My experience, past misery and my past misery in the food, and I didn't dwell on the past misery in the food that I had, but you can just take your head off your misery and put my head on it. And I had misery, the same that you had misery with the food. Otherwise, why would we, why would I keep coming back here all these years? Why would we be sitting in this meeting on a holiday uh, weekend? So my past misery in the food makes me uniquely useful to other compulsive eaters. My darkest past becomes a great asset. How amazing. I have found it absolutely true for me that frequent contact with newcomers and with each other is the bright spot of my life. Five I have minute a warning. Oh. Five minutes. <laughs> Good, thank you. I was worried I wasn't gonna have enough. So this is great. Perfect. <laughs> Thanks. I have a new sponsee that now that I'm reading the big book with. She's brand new to 12 steps. And it is so exciting to be sharing the good news that there's recovery from this devastating disease of body, mind, and spirit. Really, I mean, I've sponsored a lot of people, but you don't get brand, brand newcomers very often. And it's really exciting. And the simple solution, sharing that with her that's laid out in the book. I know the work we're doing is helping me, but it's also clear how much the work, I mean, is helping her, excuse me, but it's also clear to me how much the work we are doing is helping me. Every time I read and discuss the big book, I have new insights. Hearing her identify with the pages reinforces the principles that have become part of my daily life. Reassuring her to trust the process and that more will be revealed to her confirms how much I have grown and gained from my dedication to my own recovery. The last two sentences on this page are very important to me and I strive to keep them in my mind in all my affairs. So cooperate, never criticize. That works well with the person that just called me too, my daughter, my husband, everybody. Cooperate, never criticize. To be helpful is our only aim. It reminds me of another quote I really love on page 19. Most of us sense that real tolerance of others' people's shortcomings and viewpoints and a respect for their opinions are attitudes which makes us more useful to others. There is a theme going on here, useful, helpful. The 12th step really helps fulfill the promise on page 84, that feeling of uselessness and self-pity will disappear. We will lose interest in selfish things and gain interest in our fellows. Self-seeking will slip away. Our whole attitude and attitude upon life will change. Self-seeking will slip away. That's been the most important thing that has to be working in my life. So one thing I'm very grateful to be, and I'm finishing up, gratefully, grateful to be continually learning as I listen to my fellows share in the meetings I attend. It's very important that the 12th step has an important part of my life. But in order to have a healthy balance in my life, the 12th step must be carefully approached so I can practice these principles in all my affairs. Carrying the message is just one part of the 12th step and a very important one but I must also continue to enlarge my spiritual life using the step, the uh, suggestions of steps 10 and 11. 
so I can practice these principles in all my affairs. I need to maintain a healthy balance of those instructions of step 10 and 11 because they keep me reaching toward the power that delivered me from compulsive eating and brought me to a saner way of living in the world with my fellows. Page 68 says, for we are on a different basis, the basis of trusting and relying on God. We trust infinite God rather than our finite selves. We are in the world to play the role God assigns. Then page 102 says, your job is to be at the place where you can be of maximum helpfulness to others. The 12th step helps me fulfill my role and my job by letting me shine the light that was shown for me for another, for another compulsive fellow and helping them find their personal path to power and recovery by way of the 12 steps. So thank you for letting me share and give you 40 years in a nutshell. 